Brandon Ingram called game, game winner for the Pelicans wing as they win 128-125 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's talk about it and should Brandon Ingram be an all-star? Let's go in the Wednesday episode of Locked on Pelicans. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday, and oh my God, Brandon Ingram coming in clutch as the Pelicans win 128-125 over the Minnesota Timberwolves, the final shot of the game for the Pelicans at least. He drains a deep three. We are going to talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans because that was a whole lot of fun. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, five days a week. Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Trade rumors, Zion updates, game winners, no paywall, just free Pelicans talk about the biggest stories every single day. There's places that aren't even going one day or like one day a week or one day a month. Some places aren't writing, some places aren't podcasting. You've got it here five days a week over at Locked On Pelicans. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. Okay. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com, use promo code MBA, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Oh my God, Brandon Ingram, what a clutch shot in this one. He was excellent in this one, and this first segment is going to be all about Brandon Ingram. So to set the scene, if you didn't stay up to watch the game, D'Angelo Russell ties the game up at 125 after Devontae Graham missed a free throw that would have given the Pelicans a three-point lead. They're up 125-123. D'Angelo Russell drives down the court, ties it up at 125 with 3.6 seconds left. Pelicans call a timeout to advance the ball. They inbound it to Jonas Valanciunas, who kicks it out to Brandon Ingram. Deep three for the win. He called game. He was awesome in this one. You know, we, we could talk about the game winner. And look, it was a good look. That's Steph Curry range right there. That was a big three, and he was cooking all throughout this one. 33 points on the night. Four rebounds, nine assists from him as well. Six of seven from three, five of five from the free throw line. He was 11 of 19 in this one, 58%. Dude was just killing it. He went three for three in the final 113 of the game, including the game winner from three. That's what he was doing, lighting it up, having answers in a back-and-forth defense optional game for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And no matter what they were going to do, even if they did play defense on him late in this one, dude was rolling and nothing was going to stop him. Since December, he's been averaging 24.4 points per game, 5.8 rebounds, 5.7 assists. Think about that one for a second. Shooting 46% from the field, 34% from deep, 82% from the line. He's been really good. This is such an awesome moment for Brandon Ingram, right? Brandon Ingram, who is like the type of guy you want your players to be. He's quiet and humble, and he just works his ass off to be a better basketball player because he loves this. 
And you could see it. You could see like the joy in him on the court after this game with his teammates, talking to the media after that. He lives for this sort of thing. He's been a little bit maligned, right? There's been times when he hasn't been clutch. Yes, that is true. But he was clutch in this one, and he has elevated himself this season, and he's worked on his craft. He's tried to play more aggressively, and you're really seeing it. This is his team right now. It should probably still be his team when Zion comes back because he's the leader from this. And more importantly for him, this win, this win, this shot, this highlight is going to get him into the All-Star Game conversation. The talk of Twitter after that, NBA Twitter, and I follow a ton of people on there, was all about Brandon Ingram. People sharing his stats, sharing the highlight. You'll remember I said when he, the early returns on the fan voting came out, he was nowhere to be found on there. This is the type of game that makes you take note of a player. This is the type of game that you cannot ignore. You can't just be like, well, the Pelicans are bad, so I'm not going to pay attention to them. B.I. can't be that good. And look, the team's record is the biggest thing holding him back right now. But when you will your team to victory, and he did in this one, right? That's when people start paying attention to you. And they're going to start paying attention to Brandon Ingram after this one. He was that good. Clutch down the stretch, trying on defense. At a time when he wasn't getting the most help from some guys, right? Devontae Graham had a terrible game in this one, even though he did hit a clutch three. They needed him to come through. The team was turning the ball over left and right in the fourth quarter after being really good about that all game. 20 total turnovers for New Orleans. This was not a good game from the team. Minnesota's tough, don't get me wrong, but they played well enough to lose this one in the in the fourth quarter. And B.I. just decided that wasn't going to happen, and down the stretch was absolutely huge. Took this team to victory, not single-handedly, but like pretty much like with them on his shoulders. He was excellent in this game. There's not enough you can say about how good he was. The shooting was just perfection on the night to see him kind of get this game-winning shot, a deep three, mind you, right? He could have driven and tried to score at the basket. He could have relied on his mid-range, but he knew he had this, and he knew he was cooking in this game. So he took it, and you felt good about that shot. Awesome win for New Orleans, much-needed victory that keeps them in conversation for the 10th spot. This is the stretch of schedule where the season could have gone away from them. This might have changed that calculus a little bit. Five teams now are separated by three games for the final playoff spot in the West, the 10th spot. You have Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, New Orleans, and OKC. Every team is below 500 in their last 10 games, except the Pelicans, who are 5-5. Five and five. That comes courtesy of Bobby Marks. Maybe this is starting to see their season turn around just a little bit. And if Brandon Ingram can keep this up, there's a good chance he can get into the All-Star game. It's going to be competitive in the West. But people can't ignore him anymore. Now it's on the Pelicans and Brandon Ingram to keep this up and to string together some more wins, turn around the season, get B.I. into the All-Star game. So let me know in the comments below. Objectively, do you think Brandon Ingram should be an All-Star, particularly after this performance? So coming up, let's talk about Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Nikhil playing really differently. And that was a really good thing. He had one of his better games that he's had in a really long time.
So we'll get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But Pelicans fans, you've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Because Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And if you've not checked it out yet, you're missing out. You know, you want to get in on all those odds games and everything like that. The daily fantasy, make your picks, the over-unders, but it's difficult. You're playing against sharks and other people like that. You're probably going to lose money, honestly, if you jump in there. Unless you're playing the easy one. The one that makes all of this simple for you, and that's Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers the, all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes. You want to get in on the Herb Jones over unders? Prize Picks is the way to do it. And they offer any prop you can think of points, assists, rebounds, threes made, anything you want, they've got it. And anyone who makes a deposit and uses our promo code NBA is going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And Price Picks is simple. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Not other players, just you versus the numbers that you see there. Use that sports knowledge that you have. And Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on Brandon Ingram points, and if you want to get in, even though the Saints aren't in it, in the NFL playoffs, you can get in on that too. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to PrizePicks.com today. Use promo code MBA or go to your app store and download the app. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Man, that was a fun win. And we're recapping it like immediately after the show is up less than an hour after the game ended. So if you want to get in the moment, talk about the biggest stories, I am right here for you. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And now for your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. You can't catch up on everything that happened just from the box score. You need the context. You need the insights from the people who are there on a daily basis covering the team. Locked on now will give you that it's available on apple Podcasts, spotify or watch it on the locked on nba youtube channel all right uh we are talking about brandon ingram and the pelicans big win over the minnesota timberwolves 128 125 um just fun right winning's fun this is why you don't want to see them tank brandon ingram playing this style of ball playing this well you want them to shut him down and to not be able to watch this and witness this and see him continue to grow throughout the season i don't That's why I haven't been in favor of them tanking and trying to get a top three pick, a top five pick, or anything like that. Go out and try and win and let the ping pong balls kind of fall where they may. This is too much fun. I think this is too important for the future of this franchise to get BI reps like this. Let him become the best player that he can be. Don't shut him down and not play him because that's what it's going to take if you're trying to tank. So throw him out there, play games, try and win, and he willed them to victory in this one. He got some help along the way, though. He really did in this one. This wasn't just B.I. and no one else. And it was from people that we weren't expecting. In the first half, Jackson Hayes was excellent. 13 points on the night, 5 of 5 from the field, making just plays and scoring and trying to kind of get down low and be springy against that Minnesota Timberwolves defense and try and pick up a foul on Carl Anthony Towns or anyone like that to try and limit him in this game. Didn't quite work. And Towns finished with 26 points, only three fouls on the night. But you know what? Getting quality bench minutes, something that New Orleans hasn't always gotten from Jackson Hayes, that was really important. But the bigger kind of surprise of the night was not Jackson Hayes. It was someone that I am not high on. I'm still somewhat high on Jackson Hayes. I've been out for a while on Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Just The inefficient shooting, the dumb shots, right? The heat checks after one, just the way he plays, man... 
give the ball to Ingram more, right? Give the ball to Valanciunas more. And that sometimes doesn't happen, right? Valanciunas took just seven shots in this game. They can get away from him if the guards don't want to get him the ball. It's a problem with Nikhil Alexander-Walker. But he decided he was going to play differently in this one. Would you believe me if I told you Nikhil Alexander-Walker only took five shots? If I said this in like any other time, it'd be like, no, he, he took triple that or something along those lines. He took just five shots in this one. Finished with nine points. Okay. Two of three from deep. That's pretty good. He didn't, when he started hitting some shots, decide he was just going to keep shooting. He played a different style of ball. He wanted to be a point guard in this one. And he finished and tied his season high for assists. Six on the night. It's not an insane number, but that's better than what we've been seeing from him. This is only the fourth game this season where he's tallied five or more assists. He decided to play a different style of basketball and gave the Pelicans really good minutes when he was out there. The Pelicans turned the ball over in their first two possessions in this game. They needed to settle down. Nikhil came in and decided he wasn't going to be unsettled. He was actually going to help the team settle down. That's a really big thing and a step from him that you're not used to seeing. Again, is this a flash in the pan? Are we going to see this consistently? That's the question. I'm not going to overreact to this. I had someone on Twitter, and I'm sorry to call you out for this, being like, they're getting solid contributions from Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Maybe in this game, but not overall. Jackson's been a little bit better, but Nikhil has not been giving them much, even off the bench. This was a game where it shows you he can play a different style and doesn't actively hurt the team. Finished with four turnovers, yeah. But he was passing more, he was trying to do more, and it didn't always work out. But you can kind of live with it if he's getting assists and not giving you empty possessions with his shot. This was a really good performance from him. They needed it too, right? Because you had... Not great guard play otherwise. Garrett Temple was one of five from three. Devontae Graham was one of seven. He had one clutch shot. But do you remember anything else he did in this game at all? Other than him being terrible and missing shots? I don't. He has games like this where he's just doesn't feel like he's out there, right? You know, you had Josh Hart step up. 21 points from him. He was great. But you need quality guard play. And they do not have that right now a ton. You get some quality minutes from Jose Alvarado, and we'll talk about him coming up next, but you needed a game like this from Nikhil. He delivered. Big part of the win because of that, right? But it's all it doesn't matter if you don't keep it up. And so that's my biggest question mark going forward. I don't think they should necessarily trade him because I don't think he's any value around the league right now. And there's not really other options to play over him. You know, it's it's not like you can drop him for someone else. You can give those minutes to Jose Alvarado, but, you know, without Sadoransky, you've got Alvarado really kind of taking that spot. That's a good thing. You probably still have to play Nikhil. But he, if he can play like this, I'm much more intrigued about him as a player than I would have been otherwise. So a very solid game from him. Again, shocking, right? He plays completely differently than the terrible play he had had. And good things happen, and the Pelicans win. So I think that's an important thing. also saw a little bit of a two-man game between him and Jackson Hayes in this one that I thought was pretty good. So coming up, let's talk about Devontae Graham. Let's talk about a guy like Jose Alvarado, too. Him and Pat Beverly going at it is kind of funny to see. So let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. It's New Year's. That means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. I just had one of these today. I eat one every single day. The churro puff bar is amazing. I love the mint brownie, the coconut brownie chunk is 
freaking fantastic. Tastes better than a candy bar. You're not going to believe you're eating something healthy. And Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your New Year's resolutions because it tastes so good you're going to want to eat these things. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill, I've had some that are like metallic-y and it was awful. You want to eat healthy, but it gets boring and stuff to stick to that when there's candy around, when there's king cake all over the place, right? So by week three, yeah, you're eating more king cake than you want. You know, you've, you've got to try and enjoy yourself a little bit. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and healthy for you. Most contain just 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to the king cake you're eating or a candy bar or anything else that's sweet. Built Bar is going to win every single time. So keep a couple of these with you when you have those cravings, whether you're trying to eat healthy, you just need a little bit of breakfast in the morning. Built Bar is definitely the way to go. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off over at built.com. Today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march into the NFL playoffs and beyond, plus NBA games every single night, and they are fun right now. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Free money right there, like you've already won a bet. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to get started. Whether it's football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week. No paywall or anything like that. Completely free. You want Pelicans talk? We've got it here. You want to hear about the biggest stories? We've got it here. You want expert insight and analysis? We've got it here. And now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints. Ross Jackson breaking down everything black and gold as they enter what is going to be certainly be a big offseason. Who's going to be the quarterback next year? Ross is covering it all every single day as well. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. He's available on YouTube as well. All right, so we're talking about the Pelicans, like, just shocking game winner from Brandon Ingram, 128-125 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. That was just a fun game. Winning is fun. That's why you don't want to tank, particularly in a draft that's, eh, at best. It's not going to be a good draft. I'm I'm not thrilled about trying to lose games on purpose and shutting down a guy like Brandon Ingram, who is just on a phenomenal streak of basketball right now, trying to get a chance at a guy that could be maybe a, a good enough player. But they have some players who didn't play well in this one, and that's why Brandon Ingram really needed to step up like he did. I just mentioned Devontae Graham. Again, how many times, what are the plays you remember Devontae Graham making this season? The game winner, right, against the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I haven't been too impressed with him. Like, he's been just good enough from three to really not, like, have me out in force for him, but he's bad on defense. You saw some big mistakes from him in this one, too. Gave up a number of threes by just making the wrong decision and, again, being undersized and not able to recover. Dies on screens, too. Doesn't run the pick and roll, right? He's a shooter. And so if his shooting isn't falling, there's nothing else. He was one of seven in this game. The one was a big shot that he needed to make. But you've got to make your threes. Like, you've got to make your threes. That is what they gave a first-round pick up for. And we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow as we go over the Pelicans' assets for the trade deadline. Protected, they can still trade it, potentially. But then it's potentially giving up a valuable asset, and we'll see. So he's got to make his shots. Like, that's what he's here to do, and he just didn't in this one. And if they would have lost, you would have looked at a starter going one of seven from three 
and been frustrated, right? He took nine shots on the night, seven of them for three. If your shot's not falling, you've got to try and contribute in other ways. It's not something that he is truly capable of doing. He got to the line, which was good. Part of that was the foul game at the end. Then he missed a big one, right? Which gave the Minnesota Timberwolves a chance to tie. Four assists, four rebounds, okay. But you need more out of a guy that you're paying 11-something million dollars per year on and that you gave up a first-round pick for. And he, I, I don't think he's been all that amazing this year. Not, not miserable. Not being like, you got to get this guy out of there. He should probably be in the starting lineup. But has not been what we were probably hoping that he was going to be. A guy, though, that I'm that I'm digging is Jose Alvarado. Limited minutes, 12 in this one. But he did pretty well, I thought. Three, three points on one of three shooting from deep and three assists and just plays annoying defense. Having him go against a guy like Patrick Beverly, kind of fun, right? To just piss off Beverly who pisses off everyone else. My God, the dude has some toughness. Took a hard hit to the head early on in this game against Jalen Noel and suffered a big gash, blood, had to leave the game, came back, and then came back in. It's the type of thing that could have taken him out for one, right? And he decided to get out there and keep playing. His defense is worth it, right? Like, I, I don't think he's going to give you a ton. Again, he's undersized too. There's a problem with that. But he's a bulldog on D. He tries really hard. You're seeing him try and get downhill a little bit too and find the right person for a score because he knows he's not a scorer. I kind of like knowing your place and knowing your role on the team, and I think that's something that he is doing. So he was good. I want to see him continue to get minutes over a guy like Tomas Sadoransky. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Tomorrow, let's go over what we know. This was the halfway point for the Pelicans. What do we know about the team? For sure now. And what are their trade assets at the deadline? What could they move? What could maybe those things fetch? We'll give you the primer and where this team stands coming up in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans, barring any other like crazy news with Zion. And now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, the Raiders Locked On host, an expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.